everybody, it's TJ. And Celine. And we're back for another episode of TJ, TJ and Celine, Celine Nerd, Nerd Out to Nerdy Things. things. <coughs> Just kidding, that. this isn't Celine. I, do, I, I don't have a cold. This is Mason. Howdy. Husband. Howdy, howdy. How we doing, everyone? We're doing well. How you doing? Oh, not too bad. Good, good. Um, we're here to talk about today. We're here to talk about our Minnesota's never-ending winter. How do we feel about it? Oh, I'm sore from all the shoveling. <laughs> Snowblower no longer wants to work for me. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yes. I think we're getting toward the end. Are we? We might be. Hi, everybody. It's Celine. Ah, uh, she's here. I'm here. <laughs> she's here. We Wait, I want to talk to you about Dungeons & Dragons. I know I was going to give you your seat. No, you can sit. That's not what we're talking I'm about. I'm sorry. We're talking about Minnesota's endless winter. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. The winter. Wow. This goddamn winter. I'm just kidding. No, it's fine. No, we're not actually talking about... I love winter. I know these guys hate it, no, but... Wait. I do admit, toward the, toward April, I'm, I'm ready for a little bit warmer weather. I'm tired of being cold all the time, but I do enjoy winter because summer like is... We feel like dying. We'll get back to you in June. Yeah, summer is... <laughs> when the snow oh, may be melted. Maybe. We'll see. Um, see. We saw a movie last night. We did. But I know. That's weird. I, it's shocking, but, really. I mean, right, I think this is like the first time ever at the movie theater. Yeah, I don't... Did, did I you don't feel weird? I don't see very many movies ever. I don't know. Right. Did you feel uncomfortable there? I didn't know how to sit in those chairs. It's awkward. Yeah. And they have buttons now. Fucked yeah. up, man. It, yeah. It got, throws you off. Got lost trying to find a theater. Yep. We found him huddled in a corner. Crying. Right. We had to hold his hand. Yeah. And rock him back and forth. Yes. TJ and I together. It was very okay, It was me, guys. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we saw a movie. We saw Dungeons and Dragons. Ugh. Honor, Honor among thieves. thieves. Amongst or among? Amongst? Amongst. Amongsteth. Amongsteth. <laughs> Wait, what if yes. that was? <laughs> no, it's not. Amongsteth. I don't yes. think that's uh, a word. Uh, honor among... I don't know. You might be right. I think it might among... It's losing, it's losing meaning to me now. I, I don't even know. Is it a word? Dungeons and Dragons. Yes. So, guess out of the three of us who's played Dungeons and Dragons. We're going to give you like three seconds, okay? Who did you guess? Was it Mason? Did you play? I did not. Was it TJ? I have not either. It was me. You guys, it was Celine. Nerd. 100%. You're nerding out to nerdy things with a nerd. <laughs> I mean, can you say you're a nerd if you've never played Dungeons & Dragons? I don't think no. so. So I'm the Not an OG nerd. nerd. Right. I know, but there's a nerd like system, True. right? Like the Pokemon, there's Magic the Gathering, Yu-Gi-Oh, there was the D&D &D peeps. We were and weird. Did you say Pokemon? I said Pokemon. Okay, I didn't yeah. know if you... Yeah. Digimon. Digimon. Dragon Ball Z. Digimon happened only because Pokemon happened. Yeah. I did not get in, get into Digimon. No. But I know lots of, uh, lots of kids at the school did. was... <laughs> anyway, anyway, we watched Dungeons and Dragons, and I played Dungeons and Dragons. I was not a dungeon master, though, in case anyone was wondering. I was not. What do you um, got to do to become a dungeon master? You have to play for a really long time, and you have to be like voted 
to be a dungeon master. Do you have to, like, know, like, all the rules? Yes. You are the gamekeeper, basically. So, you could, any dungeon master can play any Dungeons & Dragons game, but not any Dungeons & Dragons player can play anyone else's game. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Huh. Interesting. There's There's different, like, people are playing different games at all different times, and a dungeon master can be present for any of those. Okay. So... It's pretty cool. Anyway, we watched it and it was cool as somebody who played to see like them adding in certain elements of the game. Like when, she, well, Michelle Rodriguez's character Holga got her weapon, and it was funny because it was like the same steps you would take as a player to get your weapon. You'd have to battle and then get your weapon. Oh. Mm-hmm. See, that's where I wish I would have played. Yeah. Because like, I'm sure there's all kinds of nods to the game. That maze they were in. Yeah. That's a nod to the yeah. game. Do you remember the the super? Um, elaborate handshake and it yeah. like, focused on that for yeah. a second. I'm like, that was really epic. I don't know why. It was probably something to do with, you know, if yes. you're a big fan. Same with the... <clears throat> so in the movie, there is this, like, staff that can open a portal to anyone yeah. that the you've hither, seen. The hither staff. Hi- yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah. that's ten times faster. Yeah, hither, hither. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a real thing. So that's a real part of the game, too, and somebody wields it. I like that. Hither, thither, here, there. Yeah. yeah. Basically, if you've played the game Portal, oh. it creates a portal within a quarter-mile distance of wherever you want to go to get out of situations. I'm pretty sure it is a quarter-mile. Yeah, he said a quarter-mile Yeah, mile I, say, the, I think he said that. Anyway, should we go through the cast? Heck yeah. Uh, my, sorry. I'm not just... my expertise. I apologize. The love of my life, Chris Pine, is in this. Which... Very unusual casting. The other love, love of my of life. life. The other love of my <laughs> life. Um, I love him. I do too, but unusual. I don't, even, I don't even like him for his looks. He's just very charismatic. Yeah. Because I don't actually find him that like attractive. He's just kind of he's a normal amount of pretty, but he's just very charming. He is. Very and charming. goofy charming too. Like he's funny. Like he's dorky. Yeah. Yeah, and he makes the wrong moves all the time, and it's very charming. Maybe, and it just always maybe works that's out. Why I'm married to you. <laughs> yeah, she has, she has a type. <laughs> she has a type. Uh, yeah, he was a great cast, and he was also an executive producer, yeah. as we noticed. Uh, then we have Michelle Rodriguez as Holga. I could I could never understand if they were saying Olga or Holga. Holga. Yeah. That's why they called her Ho Ho. Right. Oh. I, I got that later on, yeah. but at first I'm like, is it Olga? Either way, it's a terrible name. <laughs> it's, I mean, they, they didn't do... His name is Ed, Edgin. That's true. I mean, that's... You I mean, know? that's like not like a name you'd... Yeah, you gotta think back, to The whole movie takes place in kind of medieval-looking times, right? Yeah. Yeah. So all the names were different back then, except for John. Yeah. That one still existed. Who was John? Oh, there was no John in the movie. It's just John <laughs> is always a, a name. Yeah. <laughs> I know, John. Like, <laughs> I was like, who is he? I'm going through the people, I'm like... <laughs> I know, me too. I was like, where there was he? There may have been a John in the movie. Probably, he just probably, wasn't really featured much. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we have Michelle Rodriguez as Holga. And to date, I think it's his her most masculine role that she's played. Oh, 100%. I think until now, she's still kind and of straddled. And also girliest. In some way, shape, or form, yeah. It was the mother aspect. Mother and she's married to a man. And she's she is a lesbian in real life. So Yeah. What? I know, I know. We shock, we shock and awe. Um, yeah, she was a great character. Then we had um, Sophia Lillis as Doric. Also, there's a name. Mm -hmm. Coolest Uh. character. That name. 
I mean, I I think that Doric. should. I think that should be. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it sounds like you're saying Dorcas. That's what it reminds. Yes, yeah, like from Chilling Sabrina. Yeah. Or yes. Like a valley girl, you're such a Doric. You're yeah. such a Doric. Hundred <laughs> percent. It's just. I'm talking about I think that. you should name your first child that. Doric. Doric. Oh, Doric. <laughs> Thieves. I prefer Holga. Holga. There you go. Edgins. Gertrude. Oh, Gertie. Yep. (laughs) And then we have Justice Smith as... What's his name? I cannot remember. I honestly don't remember any of their names other than Holga and and Doric. I want to say his name was Simon. Um, But I don't remember. He plays a wizard. Um, uh, Justice Smith also has a British accent in this movie that is very well done, and I say that rarely, but it was a very good British accent, and he's an American man. Yes, I, I mean, I guess we're not British, so we can't really judge it, but I feel like it was Simon. Simon? Who, yeah. Who now? Justice Smith is Simon. Oh, uh, let's see. Justice Smith, yep. I, see, I remember these things. It's dumb, <laughs> you, but I You remember, remember shit. Um, and then <laughs> stop time. We have a fourth guest too, Heim, by the way. No. He's getting his opinion. Yeah. He just. What? You can oh. talk, Mason. You don't need to whisper. Okay. Well, who who have we gone through so far? We went through Sophia Lewis as Doric, <laughs> Justice Smith as Simon, and then we have Hugh Grant as Forge. Um, he's one of the bad guys, and then Which we had... was another surprising casting choice. Interesting yeah. choice. Yeah. Yes, and yeah. he killed it. Like he he, did. he played a very hateable character. He did. And um Daisy Head as Safina was also a very good like evil witch. She played the evil witch role really okay. well. Yeah, I was like wait, who is that? Yeah. She did very well with that. She did a great job yeah. as being like super eerie and creepy and just like kind of makes your skin crawl. She yes. did a really good job. They did. They did. Yeah, she's like the perfect witchy face, but like she's also really pretty. I looked at her pictures like regularly, and she's really pretty. Now I just want to see what she looks like. But uh, who was the one that played her before she was a witch? She was always a witch. That was always her. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think they just like made her. Okay, that might have been something I was confused with in the movie. It's definitely a movie that you got to rewatch if you want to catch everything, especially if you have not played the games. Yeah, I agree. Then we had Regé Jean-Pierre as, um... What was it Regé? What? It's Regé, that's how you say it? It's a French way to say it. Yeah, I don't know if it was Regé or Regé. Might be Regé. I, I don't know. I, 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 know. I, I was going to ask you because I thought you would know. <laughs> I think it's Regé. Regé, yeah. I don't know. I think you're right. You're right. It takes these backsies. Regé Jean-Pierre as, um... He's very pretty. Well, wow. How do you pronounce that guy's name? Zinc? Zank. Zank. Yeah. Zank Yandar. Yeah. Who's a Thane? He plays a Thane. Yeah. Which is a character you can choose role to play. Um, just like you can tr- role to play. Um, uh, what's his face is Harper. Hmm. Um. I don't know his name. Begins <laughs> with an E. Right? Doesn't it? E. Something? Chris Pine. Edgar Darvis. Yeah. Edgar Darvis plays plays a Harper, and you can become just a what Harper. I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> and then we have some uh, like one random throw-in is Bradley Cooper as Michelle Rodriguez's ex-husband, who's just a little guy. He it is a good cameo. It's good to see. Very him. surprising. Yeah. All three of us like simultaneously were like, "Is that Bradley Cooper?" Well, because yeah. at first you're like, "No." No. 
Sometimes Bradley Cooper doesn't look like Bradley Cooper. No. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 100%. Like, like I always forget he has that like chip in his Rocket suit. Raccoon? No, I'm kidding. Especially then. <laughs> Especially then. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I do know what yeah, you mean. Yeah, like he just doesn't always look the same to me. Like no. him and um, that, that A Star is Born and him and Limitless are not the same person to me. No. You know what I mean? Like it's just not the same. Not the same. Um, They're not. And I think that rounds out the cast. Yeah, yeah. Am I missing anybody? I think I, think I got so. the cast memorized, actually. I don't do. know why. I can roll through it real quick here. Sure. We got Sophia Lillis, Chris Pine, Michelle Rodriguez. Uh, how do we pronounce this guy's name? Roger. Roger. John Page. Page. Daisy Head as yep. Sophina. Uh, Justice Smith, Simon Amar, Chloe Coleman is Kira Davis. Oh, Chloe Coleman, Kira Davis, Love Edgin's her. daughter. I don't know her, but Edgin's daughter. I don't know her in real. Like, I don't know her acting. But that was Edgin's daughter. Um, Pretty significant role in the movie. Who? She had a cool necklace. She did. Yeah, that's also an item movie, you can get. Yeah. Not in the movie the entire time, but she pre- she plays. She's a, a good actress. Pretty good role, and yeah, she's a good actress. She cries well. Up and comer. She does. Then we got Hugh Grant as yep. Forge. We discussed him. And we got a whole bunch of other names here, starting with Laura. I don't think we need any of those. Know, yeah. I don't think we need, those are like the, the yeah. backups. We got the main cast. Yeah, we got the main crew. And it was fun. They actually had very good chemistry. Just like a really, really important, like, if you're a big Bridgerton fan and you're going to see this movie because of Roger Jean. He's not in it that much. He's not. I mean, he's really not. I want to say maybe 35 minutes, if that. If that, yeah. Like, that's being generous. That's being nice. Um, And they market him as a big character. Like like a part of the crew. Right. And he is for a, a, a moment in time. Yeah. But not really. <laughs> right. But I know a lot of people love him because of Bridgerton. So, like, if you're going to see it just because you love him... It's it's a very long movie, so... It is a long movie. I will say, though, I didn't feel it. No, you don't feel it. Uh, yeah, I didn't But we're feel geeky, it. though. We are, but I think it's also one of those movies where even if, like Mason and myself, if you've never played it, you don't know a thing about it, it's still an enjoyable movie. It's a pretty movie, and guys, let me tell you, the sounds... Yeah. I, it might have just been the, the movie theater we were at, but uh, the Dolby... Dolby digital surround sound or whatever was amazing it just there were times where i was hearing things just these tiny noises come from the right the left behind me yep. up top and I'm, I'm going okay is this the movie or um am, am i hearing things you know it was great so like a quarter way into the movie we all got hungry so i ordered salt food from the theater and we went to go grab it and when mason and i went to go grab it um he was like pay attention to the sound it's so trippy and I didn't think about it before because I don't normally pay attention to the sound that I much. I really don't either, I guess. But Yeah. And I did after the fact, and he was right. It does pan. Like, there would be one sound here, and it would go across you like this and end here. Sorry, I'm going from left to right. Um, you can't see me. But, yeah, you would hear it on one side, and then it'd be on the other side all of a sudden. And it was super trippy. Mm-hmm. Super trippy. You were like, oh. And I noticed it, and I leaned over, and I was like, you were right. The sound is really, really trippy. So it'd be, I'd be interested to listen to this, like, at home. And see if like on like our sound bar or something if you it was the same thing if it pans across or it was just like a 
Uh, well, we don't have surround sound, but I'm sure... We could have done it at John Diane's. Yeah, John I'm sure it, the movie itself is designed... You know, the sound right there is designed to be trippy the entire movie. I mean, the mm-hmm. movie itself is designed to be I trippy. I think the audio quality of the movie is just fantastic. The, so, like, just, like, a little... Some little things. When they... When she gets the bracelet removed, um, Doric gets her bracelet... Her spell... Or magic binding bracelet removed in the maze scene from the goo square... That's like, it's like a, a gelatin square yeah, of some sort. Yeah, that, that burns. Yeah. That's like a thing in the game. Yeah. Like, you have to roll. You get what I'm saying? There's stuff yeah. like that that was like fully from the game. That was cool, though. It was cool. That was cool. Um, she was by far my favorite, um, like, power of mm-hmm. a character, which we can go into now, what each character has strengths-wise, yeah. I guess. Um, she was a um, druid, and she could shapeshift into different animals. One of them being a mixture of two animals called the owl bear, and it was well. I wonder how they came up with that name. I don't know. It does seem to look quite like an owl that's a bear. <laughs> it was an owl with limbs and was strong as strong as the Hulk. And as big. And while that seems quite fearsome, it was kind of cute. It was. I was like, oh, a snuggle. I mean, I wouldn't want to be on its bad side. No. But. She can also turn into other things like a mouse, a worm, a worm, a, fly. a snake, a fly, anything, any, I mean, any, really any animal. She turned into, uh, well, she turned into human form in that, in that one scene, uh, in the shining armor. Oh yeah. Yeah. And she then, turned back oh, into human she, form. Cause she was an escape. Mm-hmm. Are, are we doing spoilers? Well, yeah, yeah. We always spoiler alert. Okay. If well, we haven't already. She's escaping a type of scenario and she is a fly or something like that she flies into this, this suit of armor that's sitting up against the wall in this castle and she becomes human inside the shining armor and uh and she starts walking and guards notice her and she, she zaps into i don't know a snake or something like that and just slithers out the leg and off she goes yeah her escape is, artist i was gonna say hers is very cool yeah she actually i think like I'm going to give a big blanket statement, as I always do. I think that without her, they were actually, like, pretty fucked. Oh, 100%. Because uh, not only does she get them out of the goo by being a snake, she gets them into that, like, trough of jewels by being a bug. Mm-hmm. She, and then, like, she also taps into the ground, forms a hole so that she can become a worm. Yeah. I mean, like, there's many times that they would have just been absolutely royally screwed if she wasn't a shape-shifting druid. 100%. But so they would have been royally screwed without the Hither Thither staff, too. Yeah. The Hither Thither staff was, like, an accident. Because I thought it was a walking stick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, like, just found <laughs> That's it. right. And then, and then Simon was like, that's a Hither Thither staff. And they like, oh, yeah. That. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Simon is a um, sorcerer, or wizard. I'm sorry. He's a wizard. Sorcerers are different in the game. It's, oh, yeah. They are different. Um, he's a wizard. And he is not a strong one. He lacks self-confidence. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. I didn't think of that. Um, he is. He doesn't believe in himself. Um, I don't know what that's like. None of us do. <laughs> I'm the best. <laughs> I win everything. Yeah, so he's not a good wizard because he doesn't believe in himself. So that's a but good... he actually is a great wizard. He's a wonderful wizard. He just doesn't know it yet. Yeah. Spoiler, but... And he hasn't practiced. Right. Yeah. He practices for the wrong reasons. Like yes. to steal money. So, right. 
<laughs> I mean, let's be honest. That's probably like, back same. in the day what I would have done too. You know. But, but he ends up being a pretty formidable um, wizard to Safina's witch. Yeah, so. they have a pretty pretty cool. Uh, I thought one of the coolest like fight scenes. It was a really cool entrance to the fight scene too, because you don't expect it, or I mean, right. like you do, but you don't. You right. know. All the fight scenes were really cool. They yes. were. The no action difference. was just great. The camera I thought. angles yes. and, and just the the speed of the fights. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of people believing themselves, we've got Holga, who literally every time one of the guys is like, "You, you do you need my help?" No. <laughs> No. She'll like she'll kick your ass if you offer to help. Yeah, she's she also has a lot of funny scenes with just potatoes. Obsessed <laughs> <laughs> with potatoes. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it's pretty great. She's a really good fighter. All Michelle Rodriguez doesn't ever fail to give a good fight scene, and I don't think that right. this is any different. Well, I mean, let's be honest. Her playing this role is like Michelle Rodriguez playing. Mm-hmm. Any the role, role. Yeah. <laughs> any role, yeah. but she she's good at it, no, she's you know. Very good at it. And like, yeah. you know, like Celine always says, if you have a shtick, stick with it. If you're good at it, why, why not? Right. Tom Cruise gets that. Why right. can't everyone else? They literally. Um, Chris Hemsworth too. He knows that Thor is a paycheck, and he's good at it. Why not? Chris Pine would be uh, yes, he does. <laughs> Chris Pine would be dumb to not continue with this. By the way, like this is like a solid like commute. They, they are, it's, it's a huge fan base. Like, I don't think people realize it's a huge fan base. It's a solid community and you'll probably be able to make a franchise out of it. Well, and not only that, but can you imagine, because the world is so big, the Dungeons and Dragons world, they wouldn't, if they did another movie, they wouldn't even, I mean, I hope they do bring back the cast. They could do it with a completely different set of cast with a completely different story, but still set in the world. This could be like Marvel style where they end up like all together at the end. You know what I mean? Right. Because that is kind of how it works. The right. game or works. Even Tolkien, you know? Yeah. At the end, you all end up together. Right. Um, yeah, so we have uh, Holga, who's obviously strength. Uh, then we have uh, Mr. Edgen, who is the brains. Um, he's the planner. <laughs> he's the planner. Yep. He comes up with clutch ideas. That's about all he's good for, but they're pretty clutch. Yep. And he also, like, it's funny because he, like, makes everyone else believe in his plans. Mm-hmm. That's me heavy breathing and licking Mason. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's our dog. Uh, I'm gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> bye. Uh, he does come. He comes up with plans and he makes everyone else believe that they're gonna like happen. And then later on, when they work out, he's like, "Wow, I did not think that was gonna work." <laughs> and it's so funny because it's such a Mason thing to do. <laughs> Like, oh my god, it's crazy they how are things so end glad up. That it worked out. Wow, I just threw that together like the second before, and you're like. We could have died. And he's like, but we didn't. <laughs> yeah. But, we but did you die? Like <laughs> right. Are you good? <laughs> right. Sounds like me. You're still here, aren't you? <laughs> oh, you're, like, you're fine. God. Um, yeah. Overall, like, all of their... They played a really good team, actually. They had pretty good chemistry for kind of a random group of people. A random group of people that you wouldn't expect to be in a movie together. But no. they just fit very well together yeah like surprisingly well it's just yeah it's it's weird it's i don't know i either thought this movie was going to be really good or it was going to be terrible i thought it was really good i thought it was really good um Mason? yeah I, I thought it was great yeah what what were some of our favorite parts Ooh, there were a few favorite parts for me um 
one of my favorite parts was probably I should probably go last am I okay to spoil a little bit yeah okay spoiler alert forwarding to the end uh, Holga passes away from mortal wounds is that what happens yes <laughs> and they did like a this whole time the whole thing has been like a quest to get this tablet to bring back Chris Pine's dead wife Okay, so this is, like, the whole reason they're doing all of this. And while, like, so everyone's for it. Everyone's like, let's do it. We want to, whatever. Uh, at the end, they do, They get the tablet to bring back, and it can only bring back one person from the dead, and then it disappears. Um, Again, probably something from the game. Yeah, it is you know? from the game. Um, use it once and it's gone. Yeah. It's, you get a one-time ch chance to use it. So uh, the whole time it's been to find it to get it to revive his dead wife and give his mother or give his daughter her mother. Well, then Holga passes away and Holga. So Kira didn't ever know her mom. She was well, a baby when she, she passed was a baby. Away. The only mother she's ever known is Holga. So when Holga passes away, that's like her mom dying. And they use the tablet to bring back Holga. And that whole like, like just like scene was just really like, I mean, it like gave me well, made me teary-eyed. When cried. she got stabbed, I was, I literally went, oh. Yeah, I was like. Uh, I, I was like, you know, like I'm actually yeah. there. Like it actually happened. Like, but, oh and then Celine called it. She's like, they're going to use the tablet to bring her back. I'm like, yep, 100%. Mm -hmm. That was a good moment, though. It was a really good moment. And like, it also gave you like visual to like, the whole time Chris Pine was being kind of selfish because he didn't want her mother back. He said it to you later. He's like, I wanted my wife back. So I liked that they, he changed the verbiage. She was mm -hmm. like, okay, we'll bring her back. Because that's her mom. That's who taught her how to walk. That's who like bathed her and cleaned her. That's her. That's who she knew as a mom. Yep. So that was one of my favorites. 100%. Do you have one, TJ? I do. So not like an emotional part. No, but okay. um, I mean, there are. So that's another reason why I like this movie is it has a lot of good parts like where it gives you the feels. Which I think if a movie can do that, like it's done its job for mm -hmm. me. Because I don't think a lot of movies can do that. Mm -hmm. um, but one of my favorite parts is when they have to go. You guys were gone when they, when they said this. They had to go into the orifice. <laughs> that was the dragon's later layer. They called it the orifice. <laughs> he goes. He goes. Is that really its name? <laughs> the orifice. Dang. <laughs> we'll have to rewatch it. Yeah. yeah. Well, we already. So that was like the only part you guys missed, though. Otherwise, it was just them going into the cave and. But my favorite part was the dragon. I when, okay when they were like, "What is it eating?" It like... This dragon. So you expect like this, you know? You see the glowing eyes, and you see him starting to kind breathe of, fire. Even the entrance was like, "Oh shit, what are we getting into?" You think of smog. That's right. what you think you're gonna get. Right, like you think it's gonna be this fearsome, like the this yeah. fearsome dragon that's gonna be an. It is like the total <laughs> opposite of what it normally would be. Imagine angry baby New Year with dragon wings. That is a great way to explain that to people, actually. Yeah. Yeah, it's a fat baby dragon. He... Yeah. And... He can't even really breathe fire. He can't even, The dude can barely, like... He, Move. like... He's like a worm. He kind of... Like... He, like, wiggles Have himself. Have you seen Bug's Life? He's the really fat caterpillar yeah. with wings. <laughs> I'm a pretty butterfly. <laughs> yeah. 
He says, but this dragon, he's just got this like tiny little arms and tiny little legs and these tiny little wings and a big old pudgy body. He's so funny. He starts rolling down the hill. Not even rolling. He, he just ro- like glides. He, glides. he glides down whatever. Well, then he starts doing his roll where he's yeah. rolling, oh. and it's not on purpose. Well, and then there was it's an this accident. moment where the bridge was going out and the. The squad, they're like, oh, shit, we got to get up uh-huh. and run to safety, whatever. The dragon also needed to get up and run. It goes, oh, time to roll. It just Literally. starts rolling. <laughs> and I was like, this fucking thing is just, just fucking weird. Like, just down the hill. Like, uh-huh. you're a kid in a meadow. Yeah. Well, it had T-Rex limbs. I mean, that's kind of its best way to move around. That was so funny. That So that was my favorite part, just because it was... It was the most unexpected and like I love a, it. a twist that you didn't see coming. I love that that was the dragons part of Dungeons and Dragons for this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was that dragon. Did you 100%. have a favorite? Uh, there were a lot of cool scenes in this movie. The fight scenes, the, the sad <laughs> scene, you know, the touching scenes. It was a great movie all around, but I'm going to touch on this one scene that uh, probably goes a little bit overlooked. It's towards the end of the movie, after, actually, after they defeat the final boss or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the final boss. The, uh, the owl bear. <laughs> Doric. What are you talking about? Doric decided to go up to the witch's corpse and make sure that it was dead by pulling <laughs> a full-on Avengers Hulk move yep. and make and slamming it into the ground <laughs> 10, 12 times into the wall. This It was just ridiculous and added yep. 30 seconds of just humor. I found it brilliant. We but, were... But, no, we were just... I was just saying we were all laughing hysterically. But, like... And it wasn't, like, slowly either. She was like... <laughs> it was... We were... I think all three of us... Well, most the theater, but the three of us were just dying. We were laughing very hard. We were laughing more than most people. I always feel like we do. I think we always do. It's because we have a colorful sense of humor. It's because we have a colorful palette. Yep. Culture. Yes. Um, But uh, it was funny though that that part was probably another part that made me laugh pretty hard. Yeah, and then well, you thought she was done smashing her into the ground. And it was about to move on to the scene, but it pans back to the the witch buried in, not the ground, buried in the pavers. Like, let me tell you, the, the brick roadway buried uh-huh. from the owlbear. Can't, it, it pans back to her, and the owlbear just goes nuts twice as much yep. for a second scene It was like double Hulk. And then <laughs> continues to throw it against a building, throw the witch against this building, just this... Raggedy Ann corpse just bouncing. Yeah. <laughs> it's just awesome. <laughs> so funny. What part were you going to say? Um, they're sneaking into the cat. This is before all of this. <laughs> and they're sneaking into the castle. Simon has like a weird um, um, illusion. And it's of Ed, Chris Pine's character, being a bard and singing. And his foot gets stuck and starts to glitch. And it was just the funniest scene because his face starts changing. And... <laughs> It's like it, um, it's like a malfunction. Projector. It's like a malfunction, but like his face starts to dro- to droop and then his eyes start to bulge. And then he, did you notice it sounded like he was saying fuck over and over again? Mm-hmm. Like, pa, 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 pa. I'm pretty sure they didn't like they meant it to sound that way, but they didn't actually say the word. And I was like, 
They're just saying fuck over and over again. They straddled that rated R line. They were very, like, very much, like, playing their boundaries with this movie. Uh 100%. That part, that was another... See, but that's what I mean. There were so many, like... There were so many funny parts. And, like, I guess maybe, like, diehard fans maybe wouldn't, like... That funny? it was that it w- that was funny. Cause, I would hope you would. Like I know it's like a more serious. It is a serious type game. game, but like they had fun with it. You know that they, they they took a world, they took a story that which you know I think probably has a lot of lore behind it, and yeah. they made it into an entertaining movie. I that had a it, lot of funny parts. <laughs> I think if you were mad that this movie wasn't serious, uh, <laughs> you're not a good business person because a movie like this won't sell serious. You're not going to, this movie isn't going to do well as Lord of the Rings. It doesn't have, it's not, it doesn't have the advantages Lord of the Rings had at that time of being the one in the few of its like genre. You know what I mean? There were no other movies like Lord of the Rings, but there are a hell of a lot of movies like it now. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it wouldn't make sense to do something serious when it's already been done. So why not go somewhere different? And they even did a Dungeons and Dragons movie 20 years ago with uh, Jeremy, Jeremy Irons. Jeremy Irons. Um, okay. and that was like a more serious tone one and it didn't do well. No. It actually like was a box office bomb. It's not even a cult like sleeper. No, classic. it just, nobody likes it. No, nobody liked. I've never seen them, but, no. um, yeah. So they had to do something this, do something different this time around because no one's going to, no one's going to go to a movie expecting to watch something serious. Especially not about Dungeons. Like, I was a player, so I can say this. Especially not about Dungeons and Dragons. It's, at the end of the day, it's a game. You wouldn't go mm-hmm. to Monopoly expecting it to be, like, extremely serious of a um, movie. No, Jim Carrey would be the Monopoly guy. You think so? Oh, Monopoly yeah. guy's old. Jim Carrey's old. getting up there. That's true. That's but, true. like, here's another example. Clue, the movie, is hilarious. Oh, I love that movie. That's a great movie. It's hilarious. It has multiple endings, and it... That game is super serious. Never Somebody... saw it. I can't agree. Well, it's, you weren't a 1980s movies fan. True. And that was made in 1988. Great year. That's when I was born. I was going to say, it's not your birthday. <laughs> 1998. Um, I do love that movie, though. Mason but... is going to retreat. Bye, guys. Say bye to everybody. Until next time. Wow. Can't believe he's leaving. Say, I love you, audience. I love you, audience. Get ready yeah. to nerd out the nerdy things. Whatever, bye. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. So oh, bye. I think that was fun for you guys to have a little... We got a guest star. I know. Impromptu, too. We just made him do it. <laughs> kind of. He seemed like he had fun, though. He did. He's, he's yeah. got a good podcast voice. He has a better podcast voice than I do. I think you have a good podcast voice. I think you guys have really good, like, booming voices. I have to make myself boom. <sighs> to be fair, though, a lot of our earlier episodes... We're not filming, or we're not recording correctly. That's true, because the mic wasn't connected to, it was just to one side, right? Or no, it wasn't connected at all. It was just your... It was just my computer speaker picking it up. Yeah, which actually was not bad for just being a computer speaker. But the whole time we thought it was... And I was like, I paid a good amount of money for this. Why isn't it working? Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, Well, since, since he's gone, was there anything in the movie you didn't like? Um... I, I can't really think of anything, so... I really don't have anything. I think I enjoyed it. <laughs> Sometimes movies, um, I can enjoy it, but there are lulls where it gives me enough time to think about what I don't like. And this movie just didn't give me enough time to think about what I don't like. 
yeah, same. It just, it, it, like, you know, when you go to, when, like, okay, like 10 years ago, not even 10 years ago, before COVID, when you go to the movies, and it was like, my God, it's like fun to go to the movies, you yeah, know, like, yeah. this was that movie, I feel like, yes. like, it was like, it was just a fun movie to go see, you didn't really have to take it too seriously, and it was like, what movies used to be, I guess. That's what I kind of meant when I said, like, it reminded me of Lone Ranger. Even though Lone Ranger wasn't successful and this is in theaters, it just, like, it reminds you of what movies were like when you just went to movies for the sake of going to the movies. Right. Like, there is no, there was no big story. There's no rhyme or reason why you're going. Right. There was no big story that you had to watch 23 movies to understand what was going on. Not that we don't love that. Because we do. We do. I just think. There's already one or two groups of people doing it right now. Right. And so it was just nice, just to, nice. to go in and not... not any expectations. Right. Literally no we expectations. Any expectations. We didn't expect a damn thing. And we enjoyed it. We went it. in knowing we would either hate it or love it. And really, like, we were okay with either aspect. We were just going to see the movie. And here's the thing. If we didn't like it, it was only six bucks. <laughs> And again, I always say that movies serve a purpose no matter if you liked them or not. It taught you what you don't like. Right. And when you like them, it teaches you what you do like. And again, if you follow, there's like, not to, I'm always preaching to this podcast. I'm so sorry, guys. Um, There is a formula to make people like movies. You just can't give them enough time to not like your movie. Okay. But that's not saying you have to get put too much action in because that can always be a little, it can, it's a, it's a fine line. It's a fine line. I'm saying that it needs to be funny, have action and seriousness, all three together at once executed in a correct fashion. And I guarantee that's the perfect formula. They will always like your movie. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Which is why I think Thor didn't do well. I think it was too much funny and not enough emotion and too yeah. much action. Do you know what I'm saying? That yeah. like that like weird middle ground. Yeah. But I loved it. I loved Thor. I I I, I enjoyed Love and Thunder. Like they had time to think. Um, don't give people Marvel. Don't give people fucking time to think. Okay. Right. Um, yeah, I I agree. Um, I enjoyed Love and Thunder for what it was. I don't think it deserves nearly as much hate as it gets. No. When there um, are words. <clears throat> why is it more hated than Dark World? Yeah, more hated than the the Dark World or um, Captain America. The first Captain America, you know, not that they're they're not bad. They're they're not bad. They're just compared to the other ones, just really kind of boring. Yeah. Anyways, that's a Marvel, Sorry. different Marvel, Marvel thing. Um, but I really did enjoy Dungeons and Dragons. I really went into it not expecting it much. Um, like I said, it was either going to movie uh, be a movie I really liked or I didn't like it all because I didn't understand the references. Mm-hmm. And I said it earlier, you don't have to play Dungeons and Dragons to understand the no, movie. No, you don't. You do not. You know, I, I think if you do have that background, then you have an advantage. Mm-hmm. You know, and you can be like, oh, that was in the game. Yeah. Like you, you yeah. know. It was cool, but yeah. you don't need it. It was still fun to watch. It was. Um, anything else you want to talk about? I do not. I don't really have much either. Or anything, really. Well, um, would you see it on Friday? The next one, probably. Me too. I agree. Um, initially, no. But now you would. But now I yeah. would, yeah, because I really enjoyed it. And I, yeah. 
if they do, which I think they will, make another one, um, yeah, I would 100% go on a Friday. I would too. Out of 10? I'd give it an 8. I said 7. Like a lower 7. Mm-hmm. Not not because I didn't... Un- not because I didn't enjoy it, just I don't have that background for... Yeah, no. Seven's still a good score. Yeah, and I, you know, there was just things I didn't understand. Yeah. So, but still, a great movie. Yeah. Um, watch it again? I would. I would, too. I would. Just on, like, a Friday night if I couldn't find anything to watch. Especially with people that, like, haven't seen it. Yeah. I'd love to watch it with them, too. Yeah. Like, my dad. I think this would be a movie he'd really like. I, I agree. And, yeah, you don't have to be a dork to see it. No. Helps. <laughs> but it always helps to be a dork to see a movie because then you're seeing it with appreciation, you know. Agreed. That's because everyone's a dork, so it's true. Alright. Well, I think those are all the questions, right? The three? That's all we got, yeah. The trifecta? Mm-hmm. Alright. This is also part of we watch really long movies so you don't have to because it's over two hours. Did we say this on the podcast? It didn't feel like two hours, though. It doesn't feel like two hours. It is two hours and 14 minutes long. Yeah. But it went by quick. Very like, quickly. Like, like felt like an hour and 20 minutes. Quickly. Yeah. It's good. All right. Well, if that's all we got, TJ and Celine. Ouch. Ouch. And Mason says bye-bye. Bye-bye-bye. Bye-bye. Don't want to be a you. I, I'm doing the Mariah Carey right now. Uh, you can't hear me sing because I'm so high. Yeah. You know? It's so stunning. I mean... It's stunning, babe. It's stunning, babe. The glass broke. It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday, isn't it? It is. <laughs> it's Wednesday. Bye. Hey, halfway through the week. Halfway there. Living on a prayer. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>